Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansburg, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Let us pray. Father, thank you so much for today. Thank you for this wonderful gathering. We pray, let the grace of God that brings salvation appear to everyone in the name of Jesus. We thank you specially for the life of the prophet. Thank you for blessing him with 60 years on this earth. We thank you for more years that are coming. Thank you for blessing our lives with your choice gift. We are grateful. We pray as your word comes in, visit us with your spirit. Visit us with your presence and show us your glory. We thank you. We bless you. We bind every idea, every intention, every wicked machination of the evil one in this place. We bind it now in the name of Jesus. We take authority of this atmosphere and we declare liberty. We declare freedom. We declare victory. We declare breakthrough. Above all, we declare salvation in this place in the name of Jesus. Let everyone here see Jesus. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Say your loudest amen. And you may be seated in the presence of God. Wow, what a blessing. Well, um, this is a drive through service. No, I mean my part of it is a drive through So, no, it's the real deal. I'll give you the full package. It's a full meal. It's not like you get part of the meal. I'll give you the whole meal. But what I'm saying is that I'm not going to be up here forever. Do you get it? So, I want to have your attention. Very little movement. Don't now be, now you are going to wee-wee or you are going to give birth in the toilet. Look, hold it. Okay. I'm only up here, God willing, for 40 minutes. Do you get it? So, hold it. It's not time to check your phone, whether municipality has sent you a bill or not. No, just 40 minutes and I'll be done. Alright? Powerful. So, since you are addicted to your phone, I want to give you a chance to use your phone for the last time. Then we start preaching. Okay? I want you to take out your phone and take a selfie where you are. Just take a selfie with the people around you. Okay? Just take a selfie. Selfie time. Selfie time. Selfie time. I'm giving you a selfie time. Don't say I didn't give you because after that, I will not allow you to use your phone. From that moment forward. Okay? Selfie time, selfie time. Say cheese. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Okay. Have you taken it? Yes, update your status. Update your status. If there are no nobody behind you can yeah, like the lady at the back, turn around, take make sure the people are in. 
update your status. Let your landlord know you are in church. All right, status update done. Good. Is everybody done? All right, now let's get into the word of God in the quickest possible time. Happy Mother's Day to all mothers. Potential mothers. This, today is a special day for mothers. I am a mama's boy, so I don't joke with mothers. Do, do you get it? So I want to pray for all ladies. Because every lady has the capacity to be a mother. I say has the capacity to be what? A mother. Don't say mother or mother. 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 All right? So all mothers, potential mothers, every lady stand to your feet. Let me share where. Even if you are a baby, even if it's a baby and it's a lady, it's a baby mama, not... A, a mother, you know what I'm saying. Don't make it like I'm, you know. Yeah, it's a lady, it's a mother, lady mother, baby. I don't know, I don't know. Uh, I don't know, I don't know. Lift your hands, let us pray. All ladies, lift your hands. Let us pray. Even if you have decided, as for me, I don't want to have a child. Stand up and let's pray because you don't know when you will change your mind. Maybe you have decided you won't have a child because you are broke. But God is bringing a breakthrough very soon. Do, 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 do you understand? So stand up. Don't come and see me later. Bishop, lay your hands on me and pray. The, the anointing for it is here now. Lift your hands. Let us pray. Father, thank you for all these vessels that you have brought unto this earth to multiply the earth and replenish it. I pray in the name of Jesus. Give them special grace. Touch their bodies to indeed be carriers of blessings. Carriers of the blessing you want to bring into this earth. The blessings you have brought into this earth already. In the name of Jesus. I pray provide for them that they can care for that which you have blessed them with. Them that have children who are far, I pray that your hand reaches us, the children, and you touch us and you bless us in the name of Jesus. I declare every single one of them blessed. May they bear their fruit in their season and in their time in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You may be seated, please. Hallelujah. Today is also, as you can see, I see a guy wearing headphones at the corner. Are you translating the preaching into another language? Okay, good. Thank you. No problem. It's all good. Oh, it's, it's a blessing. Is that not so? Okay, good. So, like I said, today happens to be the 60th birthday of our pastor, founder, and pastor, Bishop. Dark Heward Mills, and it's a special day that we are celebrating as a church, amen. Hence, this special effort to reach out to as many people as possible. All right, 
after the word, we are going to have a special presentation with testimonies, cake, everything, the whole nine yards, and we will be blessed. Amen. But very fantastic man of God, through his efforts, I'm here as your pastor. Through his efforts, you know, through his efforts, I'm here as your pastor. I remember um, how many years ago? 20, 2002 is how many years? 21 years ago, 21 years ago on the 14th of um, February, he stood with me, Valentine's Day, he stood with me in the thick snow of Cardiff, Wales, and he spoke to me. And he said, you can use your life to serve God or use your life to serve yourself. There are many people in other parts of the world whose life will be blessed to just have you. I was a young man. I mean, if you take out 20 something from 34, imagine how many will be left. Yeah, small boy, young boy. He said, a young man like you, some people somewhere will be blessed to have you as their pastor. Instead of being in this place and attempting to live for yourself and freezing your life because it was cold in the night in the, at the dawn of like we're from 13th coming to 14th February yeah dawn in the thick if you put your foot down your leg goes down you can't see your shoes yes that's how cold and that's how thick the snow was then he said come and give your life to serve and I said don't worry give me one month some people owe me in this land. I need to collect my money from them and then I'll be there. But one month later, I came back to Ghana to give my life to serve the Lord. And today, I'm here. And today, some people are blessed. And I'm glad you are part of those people. Let's appreciate the gift of God. Bishop Dad Hayward Mills. Hallelujah. Well, you may be seated. Well, for a short time, I want to preach to you something from the Bible. The title of my message this morning is, Is Anyone Thirsty? It's a question. Is anyone thirsty? John chapter 7 is the piece of scripture I'm reading to you. John chapter 7, I'm reading from 37, 2 to verse 40. The Bible says, In the last day, Jesus, in the last day, that great, that la, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood up and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture saith, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living waters. But this he spake, this spake he of the Spirit. Which, that, which they that believed on him should receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. And many of the people, therefore, when they heard the saying, said, Of a truth, this is a prophet. Hallelujah. Is anyone thirsty? 
Bible says, on the last day of the feast, on that special day, Jesus stood up and asked a very important question. He asked the question, is anyone thirsty? And he made an invitation. If anyone is thirsty, let him come unto me. I will give him to drink. Today, Jesus is still asking us that very question. Is anyone thirsty? The answer to this question is that people are always thirsty. All of us are thirsty. Every man is thirsty. Every single one of us is sitting here with a test. What is a test? A test is a desire for something, a need for something, a feel for something, a feel for some type of gratification. You know, when you are thirsty for water, even when we give you Coca-Cola, it doesn't make you full. It doesn't quench. It can make you full, but it doesn't quench your test. What you want is water. Even if we give you Amazuekile, which is water with sugar, the one the lady brought to the Basenta meeting, you realize that the presence of sugar in the water makes it sad that it doesn't quench your test. I'm talking about this is water. So Jesus asked, is anyone looking for water to drink? He said, let him come of me and let, 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 let him drink. Unfortunately, today, many people are quenching their thirst or attempting to quench their thirst with many things that doesn't quench our thirst. Ecclesiastes 1.7. Many of us are trying to quench our thirst with things that doesn't bring any, that doesn't satisfy us. Or if it satisfies us, the satisfaction is transient. It's for just a short time and then we are thirsty again. It says, all the rivers run into the sea. Yet the sea is not full. You would have thought if all the rivers ran into the sea, the sea would be full by now. But the Bible says, yet the sea is not full. And to the place from whence the rivers come thither, they return again. So it says, even when the river runs into the sea, it's just for a short while, then they return to where they came from. So if the river is from Josini, is there a river in Josini? If there, what is it called? River Josini. Okay, Insundus. If the Insunduzi runs into the sea in Deban, Ushaka Marine Deban, Bible says it will come back to the Insunduzi. So even when it goes into the sea and the sea looks full, it's just a matter of time. It will come again and the sea will be empty again. In our lives, Many of the things we are trying to use to fill or to quench our thirst, they come in and then they go again. They come in. So when they, in the moment, whilst you, are, you have those things, you think you are getting, you are full. But it's just a matter of time. And then that thing starts to pull away. I see the way you are quiet. I'm sure you are, you are beginning to think the many things you thought will quench your thirst. And they rather left you dry and left you empty. Today, I want to share with you six things that we attempt to use to quench our test. Are you ready? Shall we, I'm, I've almost finished preaching. Are you ready to roll? Number one, men try to quench their test with money. With money. Proverbs 23, 5, the Bible says, 
Will thou set thy eyes upon that which is not? For riches certainly make themselves wings. And they fly away as an eagle towards the earth. Riches are like red bull. They have wings and they fly away. If I were to ask all of you, let us pray about 90% of you, you will be praying that directly about money or something connected to money. Can I get an amen? You either pray for telete imali straight directly. It's like, look, you don't want any prayer. Just pray for money direct. Or you will be praying for something that brings money. Because what we think is that money will bring satisfaction. It's true. Bible says money answered all things. But the real thing that satisfies us in life, money doesn't bring it. Money doesn't bring it. Money doesn't bring peace of mind. I know a millionaire. I mean, a real proper millionaire, not this type of politician's millionaire, a real proper millionaire. He gave his son a lot of money. He thought it would satisfy him. The son used the money to move drugs and was arrested. So today, the son is in jail. The money couldn't solve the problem. Let me read another scripture to you, then we talk. Tell your neighbor we are going to talk. Or you let's, or you, let's use this one for the sake of time. Many of us think if we get money, we'll be satisfied. Bible says money has a way of developing wings. Develops wings. Develops wings and it starts to fly away. To just fly away, fly away, fly away, fly away. Because it's not true. Like, give me, give me, give me, give me a thousand rands and so, so what is going to happen? Where's the last thousand rands you got? I'm asking you a question in Zulu. Where's the last thousand rands you got? Why is it still not there? Why do you need a new thousand rands today? Why didn't you? Why don't you use the old thousand rands for what you are asking me to give to you today to try? It grows wings and flies away. In fact, even with the loss of money, money is not supposed to stay at one place. If you have gone to school a little and you've done money and banking, you've studied money. That's why, you see, all the names for money depict movement. Currency. It's like a current. It flows. It's moving. The money that is with you today, it needs to go to a certain Somalian shop tomorrow for that Somalian guy also to send it to and a, a whole macro on Wednesday. And then macro will pay it to SARS. And SARS then, by the time your time comes, the money has come back for it to come back to you. The river and the sea. It just flows. Another name for money is cash in circulation. Cash in circulation. It means it's moving. It's moving in a circle. So, uh, that's why I even brought you come. One, two, three. So, form a circle. Form a circle around me. I'm here. Where's that your phone? Bring the Huawei phone. Let's, please. Okay, go back a bit. Go back a bit. Let's, you, you are fine, the one behind. Let's say this is the money. 
Do you get it? It's in circulation. So currently it's with Karen. This is one of our dancing stars. It's with Karen. So what happens is that maybe it's going to be with Karen for three days. Then it will move to the next person. Yeah. Then two days. Then to move to the next person. Then. Now let's make it faster. Because sometimes the car, it doesn't move that slowly. It moves quicker. Let's go. 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 Then, then it has fallen down. It, uh, somebody has misused it, so it has fallen down now. Even now, there's no money to move, even move around. You, you have cost us money. Go and sit down. Let's go again. Are you ready? Cash, cash, cash in circulation. Are you ready? Let's go. 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 Let, like that. Hey, look, I'm feeling dizzy. I'm not that young anymore. <laughs> Thank you very much. Go and sit down. Another name for money is cash flow. Cash flow. Cash flow. Like the money is flowing. So it's coming from somewhere. It cannot stop at your place. Why do you think you have been saving all these years? You still don't have much. It's against the loss of money. The money can't stay. It has to go. Cash flow. Then what again? Business today. Disposable cash. Income, disposable income. It means, it, it means you don't keep it. It goes. You don't keep it. You dispose of it. Then the famous one we know, cash in transit. It means it's moving. It, when it's moving, you see, when it's moving from, come again, come, hurry up and come again. Only two, only two, only two. Only two, two, come, come. When it's moving from this person to this person, you get it. When it's here, when it's in the middle, this, this between this space and that space is called transit. Transit. It's moving. It's moving. So it's cash in transit when it's here. When it gets to this person, it's no more in transit because it has reached its destination. That's why the thieves try to catch it in between to stop it from moving. They are stopping the flow. Thank you. So sometimes you think, oh, if I get money, I will be satisfied. I'll be okay. Oh, Pastor, me, I just need some money. Look, all my problems will be solved. If I get only a little money, I'm not even asking for too much. Only a small, only 50,000. All my problems will be solved. Look, we give you 50,000, it will go. The problems will still be there. Yes, when it comes, it may solve some school fees problems. It may solve one or two accommodation problems. But still, there will be other problems. Is any testing? Yes, we are testing. And we are trying to solve it with money. Number two. As I'm giving you six, I'm almost done. Number two. Many try to solve their pro- their test, quench their test with knowledge. With knowledge. Second Timothy 3 says, says ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. They are always learning. They are not coming to the knowledge. You see, when they, the film stars were here and they were saying that people were in the library, they are going to fail. This is the scripture that came to my mind. Ever learning, but never coming to the knowledge of the truth. Let's look at how Solomon puts it. Ecclesiastes 1.18 it says, For in much wisdom is much grief. And he that increaseth in knowledge 
increased in sorrow. It says, look, the person who's, who knows more is Sada. Me, if I, I just want admission to you, UK's attack, and I've got to pass my exam, then I'll be happy. You, you, most of your problems are in UK's attack. In pastor, are you saying we shouldn't go to UK? Go to UKZN. But I'm saying that don't go to UKZN as a source of quenching your test. It should just be something you do to. We have all gone to university before. I, I mean, I, 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 was, I was in university once upon a time in UKZN. Even this week I've been to UKZN. This week was I in, no, last week. Go to university, study. But you see people studying for PhD, HPP, PPY, DPT, it will not increase your happiness. Rather, it is even going to bring more sorrow into the family. Yeah, because of one, one HRP you are doing, every week you are away from your children, you are away from your family. More. Small P-A-D-P-D-D-D-P-P. I don't even know the abbreviation of what you are doing. You can't be happy. Because you are trying to. He will increase. Let me give you an example. God forbid. Say, let's just use somebody's here. They have cancer. But they don't know that they have cancer. They'll be living a normal life. They'll be happy. Life will be going on for them. Everything. The day they find out that they have cancer, now they know more. They know something they didn't know before. Suddenly they all become depressed. We can't do, see, because it's like now you, you have been living with this cancer for maybe four years. And actually getting to know so that you start treatment is actually good for you. But getting to know will introduce sorrow into your life. Yeah. Just getting to know will introduce sorrow into your life. A pastor is on me right now looking for um, ARVs for his church member who has just found out that she's HIV plus. Yeah, she has just found out that she's HIV plus. And, she, and she's at a place where government doesn't give ARVs out for free. So the knowledge alone, suddenly new sorrow. She's, he told me, that she called, said something is weighing me down. I said, what's the problem? Then she started to tell me what is weighing her. She told the long story short. I've just found out that I'm HIV plus. Yeah. Uh, if, I, if, if, if I just do another course, if I just do another studies, it will bring me joy. One more degree. Till you are a thermometer, you will see still no joy. Still no joy. I mean, you are, the number of degrees you, are, you, you, you have, it's like the weather. It's like the weather. It's like winter. It's like watching the weather report. They mention different, MLO, there's a place called MLO. That place, somebody has seen there, it's always cold. It's always cold. Yeah, that's where Tulis, we went there, Cold. Blue Fontaine, cold. Blue Fontaine, the reason why it's cold is that there are too many Africans people there. That's why it's cold. Number three, is anyone thirsty? Yes. 
Men are quenching their thirst with pleasure. Money cannot quench your thirst. Knowledge cannot quench your thirst. Look, if your problem has to do with your character, getting an education still doesn't change it. I mean, you are a liar. You just become an educated liar. So now you can lie in English and lie in Zulu. Before, you could only lie in Zulu. So if we ask you the question in English, you are forced to speak the truth. Because you have not developed the skill of lying in English. So by an education, now we have equipped you to lie in other languages. Because fundamentally, you are a liar. If you are a thief and you get an education or even you get more money, you develop more sophisticated ways and more expensive ways of stealing. When you didn't have money, maybe you steal 10 rands, 4 rands, 20 rands. But now that you have money that, and education, now you are planning to rob a bank. Because you can, you can, you can, you can afford the labor, you can hire the men, you can get the tools. You can afford it. Now you're a pro. So we just make you a pro of whatever your problem was. If you are a girl who's insecure, when you have money, you always think somebody's coming to steal your money. Even you, you, those are the people who when they withdraw money from the ATM, they start to count. They start to count. Yeah, they have trust issues. They don't trust the, the machine. The machine cannot count the money. Meanwhile, Look, you didn't do well in maths, but yet you believe that when you count, you are, you are more accurate than the robot that has counted your money. Don't you see them all the time? They take the money, then they start. You wonder, if the machine says it's 300, it's 300. Can I get an amen from this side? Pleasure, 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 pleasure. First Peter 4. I read in verse 3 and verse 4 says, For the time past, for, for the time past of our life may, be, may, may suffice us to have wrought the will of the Gentiles. Gentile means unbelievers. When we walk in lasciviousness, last excess of wine, revilings, partying, and abominable idolatries. Wherein they think it's strange that you run not with them in the same excess of riot, speaking evil to them. Sometimes we want to solve our, quench our test. With pleasure. Pleasure. Let's go party. Let's go party. When I party, I'll be okay. So you go, you dance all night long. All night. All night. Oh, then you are dancing. Whilst you are on the dance floor, you think all your problems have gone away. You are happy. You are dancing. You've mounted the table. And you've taken off your shirt. And then... You are whirling the shirt around on the table. 
You are so happy. All the problems have gone away. You are now twerking on the table. My problems are gone. My problem. Yeah, it's a group. TT, table twerkers. But to your surprise, by the morning when you get home, you see that your problems are still there. The twerking didn't solve the problem. The dancing didn't solve the problem. The partying didn't solve. It's like, let's just have, let, let me go out with my friends and go and eat. My problems will go away. We will eat the problems away. Look, when you eat, it goes back into you. You will not eat the problems away. Partying and pleasure and just be, I'm traveling, I'm going with my friends on a holiday. I'm going here. I'm going to the beach. I'm, it doesn't take the problems away. If you are still thirsty, you are still thirsty. It's so, you see, it gives you like a momentary release and freedom from what the problems are. Over the years, I've, look, I've been a Christian for so many years. Serving the Lord and working. That's what is written on my shirt. I've been a Christian for so many years. Serving the Lord and working in the church. I've seen it so many times. You see young ladies say, oh, I'm having fun. I'm, having, I'm going out here. I'm going out there. I'm going this. I'm still young. Allow me to have some fun. Let me live the life. You only live once. YOLO. So let me do this. Let me do that. Let me. And then you see them in the morning. Beating. Not physically beating, but life has beaten them. Look, as a pastor, with a, you see, I've been passing by the grace of God for at least 20 years. I can tell the girls who have been crying. And the girls who don't cry. Even right now with your makeup. I can tell. Even those of you who have cried recently, I can point you out. I see. In fact, this example came to my mind because I saw you. Just as I can tell the girls or the guys who have been smoking just by looking at your lips. The guys especially because the girls max it with lipstick. But the guys there, you can't tell. You just look at their lips. Oh, boom. We now need to develop the skill of being able to tell what you have been smoking. What the color is, what the, what the makeup, what the chemical competition is. You know, we need, we need a little more scientific. I'm sure if I was a science student by now, I would have discovered that. At least, smoke. if I was a waiter and you come. I know where to put you, smoking or not smoking, by just looking at your lips. I don't have to ask you. And this one, what you are saying is not true. That's the difference between toasted bread and bread. Fresh bread and toasted bread. One has been exposed to heat, one has not been exposed. They, all, they look different. Is it difficult for you to tell the difference between toasted bread and bread? Why do you think it's different to tell, tell the difference between toasted lips and pleasure and fresh lips. If you look at a lot of these children who are sitting in front, you see their lips are fresh. Not toasted. Fresh. Yeah. So I, I, I see somebody right now, the person has grabbed their lip is um, <laughs> pleasure. Pleasure cannot quench your test. Pleasure. If I have pleasure from a girl, pleasure from a boy, pleasure from this party, pleasure from this activity, pleasure from wine, pleasure from anything that brings pleasure, whether good or bad, 
You see, when I talk about pleasure, I'm not even talking about, I'm not only talking about pleasure that is bad. Sometimes there's pleasure that is not a sin. But my point is that it will not quench the test that is in you. How many series have you not watched? Game of Thrones, 24, Blacklist, Prison Break. What other one? Loyalty Sport, Blind Sport, Suits, Grace Anatomy, Power. What again have you not watched? How to get away with murder. Which doctor or good doctor? Good doctor. But you see, you are still not. Some of you have what? Movango. Movango. Mova. Mova. Mo. Mo. Movango. Oh, but Bishop, I'm a vendor. Yes, continue watching it. Is the king still there? I know only one person in Movango, the king. Is he still there? He died? He died when? Two weeks back, Movango will end. He will either resurrect or Movango will end because there's no Movango without the king. Not even a king, that king. He's always outside. Yeah, anytime I see Movango, the king is outside. Yeah. Assume me. Assume Dini. I thought assume me. Anyway. Assume Dini. But you are still not satisfied with Azuin Dini. Azuin Dini cannot quench your test. It cannot quench your test. It cannot quench your test. It cannot quench your test. If I get this dress, it will quench. It won't quench your test. Get the dress, but don't expect it to quench your test. That is, you see, if you don't get the point I'm making, you easily think that I'm saying that don't work to get money. Don't don't go to school. If you don't go to school, how would you understand my preaching? How would you understand when I preach? Because some of the things I say, you have to go to school to understand. As I'm talking about money, it's because of those of you who don't go to school. That's why I have to do all these things and feel dizzy. You, you think that I'm against pleasure. Like Bishop doesn't want us to be happy. Today we plan to be happy. Today is prophet's birthday. We plan to be happy. It is in our plans that we will be happy. How many times do you see me come to church with a Michael Jackson hat? I plan to be happy. We, 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 we have one white tool that we can dirty it well. When you dirty black, it doesn't look obvious. Yeah. Number four. Is it four or number five? Five, five. Huh. You don't know how to count also. Alcohol and drugs. Alcohol, drug substances. Isaiah chapter 5. Woe unto them that rise up early in the morning, that they may follow strong drink that continue until night, till wine inflame them. Sometimes we think alcohol substances can satisfy us. Oh, if I just drink, 
then I'll forget my problems. That's what a lot of people think. If I drink, I'll forget my problems. I've not come this way and let me come there. If I just drink, I'll forget my problems. I don't think there are any drunkards. I'm not coming here because I've seen, I've spotted some drunkards. I'm just coming here because it's part of the church. Okay. I mean, if I was looking for drunkards, I would have gone. Can you please sit up for me? Chairman, sit up. Sit. Sit properly like a gentleman. God bless you. Thank you. Amen. Something by drinking. My problem, I'll be so satisfied. But drinking doesn't solve problems. Doesn't take our issues away. It makes you forget because, you, you see, your thinking pattern slows down. It slows, like it numbs your mind. It's called shock numbing. It shuts down your mind. Yeah, that's it. If I can just hit myself with some, I, hit, I, 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 I take a shot, I, I shoot up with some, some drugs, I'll be okay. If, if, if you are just okay for that small period, and even that okay doesn't mean that the problem has left. You see, let's say if you are in a relationship and the person has left you, by shooting up, doesn't bring the person back. By the time you come to normal, you will still be single. I don't know if, if you can understand what I'm saying. By the time that the alcohol wears off, the problem was if you are owing rent and you decide, I would rather drink so that I can forget that I owe rent. You will forget that you owe rent for maybe three, four hours. Maximum six hours. After six hours, you will both owe rent and be papa last. Yeah, it, my, my point is that it doesn't take the problem Rather, it has turned people into drunks, drug addicts, who now cannot help themselves. Yeah, now they, what is a drug? Anything that puts you on a high, that's a drug. That's a drug. Not, not, not even, like, some of us can drag up on food. 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 Like anything that stops you from being sober. Sober means being yourself, being in control of all your faculties. That's a drug. That's, that's an influence. That you are under an influence. Some of you are under an influence of friends. Like they, they influence you so much that you can't even take your own decisions. They control you. Once somebody is drunk, they can't control themselves. One day, I tell you this nice story for lunch. One day, a certain guy had, I'll tell you two stories because it's a good day. The first guy, he was going home, he was drunk and he was going home. Then he saw a gutter and he needed to cross the gutter to get to the other side to go to his home. So he came and he measured the gutter. You know the way they measure it? Can I? And he even measured it to put his foot on the other side. Then he stood properly. Then he tried to jump and he fell inside. So, he got up 
and he got out of the gutter back to this side. The problem was still there. No, he needed to conquer the gutter. Look, he fell in the gutter three times. Just tried to go across. And, and you'll be standing there wondering, is his mind not working? Yes, you are falling in the gutter. Why don't you come out on the other side and then the problem? No, 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 no. Back to the side. What I'm saying is that anything that stops you from thinking yourself, thinking properly, is an influence. Smam girl. Yeah. It's an influence. Story number two. One day, a, a, a guy was drunk and he was walking around a particular place and he was looking for something. So another guy came and when the guy saw him, he asked, what are you doing? He said, oh, my wallet is lost and I'm looking for it. So the guy asked him, where did, where did it fall? He said, oh, it fell at that other place. So he asked, but why are you looking for it here? Then he says, oh, that place, there is no light. But here there is light. So I'm using the light to look for it. Because the guy was asking, <laughs> why don't you go and look for it where it fell? And he's telling the guy, you, you think you are wise. That place, there is no light there. You think I'm stupid. I should go and look for the wallet where there is no light. How am I going to find it? Here, there is light. I stand a greater chance of finding it with light. Yeah, although it didn't get lost here. Yeah, Yeah, very smart guy. I'm telling you, next level smart. Wine actually disgraces you. It turns you into a fool. Whilst you are intoxicated, you think that, oh, you are the gym. Because this guy, he feels he's very wise. I'm sure he will go home and tell the people that one day, I was looking for some, somebody, said, I should go and look for it, where there is no light. This guy, foolish guy, he can't think that there's no light here. You can't look for the things. That's what he will be thinking. That he's very wise. Meanwhile, the thing they didn't get, it got lost at Allo Ridge. You are in town, looking for it in town because there's light. That's, that's what wine is. But it doesn't satisfy us. Number next one, sex. This one will be quick. Because you all understand it. This one will be quick. Sex. Sex. As I said sex, somebody just dropped their head like that. Please lift up your head again. I won't say it. I'll just go for it. Number six. Proverbs 7.25, it says, Let not thy heart decline to her ways. Go not astray in her path. For she has cast down many wounded. Yea, many strong men have been slain by her. Her house is the way to hell. Going down to the chambers of death. 
Some of you have been trying to satisfy yourself with sex. But after all the sex you have had, there's still a hunger. There's still a hunger. You are still not full. You are still not full. Still not full. The church is very quiet. Yeah, I can I can even feel it. It's so it's so quiet, I can hear it. I can hear the silence. It's so the silence is so loud. If I can satisfy myself with sex, I want to try a tall girl. Okay, let me try a short girl. Short is round, it's portable, it can be carried. Short girl. Okay, let me try a big, a full, a full house, a big one. Enough to go around. The bigger, the better. There's a saying where I can, brother, set up. You want me to say it before you know it. Chairman, champion. Sit up, okay. Sit like a gentleman. Okay. Yeah, thank you very much. Look, what was I saying before I advised this guy? Well, yeah, there's a saying somewhere that to go to town and go and buy something small, better buy something big. So you want it heavy, heavy. You will still not be satisfied. You are still not full. Okay. Hmm. Pastor, I want to try a Congolese man. He will speak to me in French. You know, there's a certain je ne sais quoi about Congolese men. He will look at me and say, ça va, ça va bien. He will look at me and he will say, merci, merci. When I'm done, he will say, merci. You will finish with this, your Congolese man, who cannot even speak French. Because it's not only French they speak in Congo. They speak what? Lingala? Swahili? It's a type of Zulu. It's just as we have a lot of... It's like maybe somebody says that we speak English here. A lot of people can't speak English. Okay, I want to try a Nigerian man. Look at him and say, Baba. You will see you are still not satisfied. Okay, Pastor, now I want to try a colored guy. You will still not be satisfied. Now, now local is like a, a Zulu man. You will still not be satisfied. Then say, Look, Pastor, I've tried everything. Now I'm going to get myself a white man. still not be satisfied. These are not the things that bring satisfaction. Number six. I'm closing. Hard work. Hard work. Hard work. If I work hard, if I hustle better, I'll be okay. Hustle. Work hard. Even the church, we work hard. We realize that lazy people don't do well in the church. Lazy people don't, nothing grows under a lazy man. Lazy people don't do well. So work hard. If you are in school, work hard. In your life, work hard. In your marriage, work hard. At work, work hard. 
After all, you are there to work. But that's not where satisfaction comes from. That's not. Today, I want to tell you where true satisfaction comes from. And true satisfaction comes from Jesus. 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 John chapter 4. Jesus. True satisfaction. If you will be satisfied, young lady, come, let's go for a walk. If you will be satisfied, it will come from Jesus. True satisfaction. John 4 14. It will come from Jesus. It will not come from any of the things that I have mentioned, or you, even the ones that I have not mentioned. You will always be empty. You will always feel there's a hole. You, I'm going to be satisfied by my children. You will feel a hole. You'll be surprised that those same children, even, you see, even if they are not giving you problems, even if, are, and most children give problems. Yeah, most of them. No, they give problems. They give problems. That's why I'm teaching my children here to be, what am I teaching them? To be beloved children. To be, yesterday I taught them how to be wise children. Wise children. And that one of the main things I said about a wise child is what? He brings happiness. He brings happiness. Proverbs 10, 1. A wise child is the, is what? Gladness of the father. And the heaviness of his mother. No, a, a foolish child. But a foolish child is the heaviness of his mother. Be wise children. Heaviness means sadness. He said, a wise child maketh a glad father. He makes his parents happy. But the foolish son is sadness. He brings sadness. Heavy sadness. Heaviness is used for funerals when people die. My children are going to make me, Pastor. Me, my children, they will make me happy. Every parent, the thing that keeps you awake the most is your children. It's your children. Yeah. Everything you do is your children. They will make, they will know. Only Jesus can satisfy. That need in your heart, that thing that keeps you awake at night, that, keep, that thing that makes you cry, is only Jesus that can fill that space. See a young child like this. How old are you? You are 15. Yes, yet to turn 16. Have you had a 16th birthday? You are 15. When are you turning 16? September. Oh, you have months to go. It's not even this year. It's not even this year. It's like almost next year. So 15 and a half. Young girl like this. What can fill her? And make her satisfied and have a fulfilled life is Jesus. It's Jesus. It's Jesus. It's Jesus. So many people are fooling around and attempting and trying many things because of the the hole, the emptiness, the void. That is there. Let me try a rich man. Let me try it. God doesn't bring anything. After you've tried a rich man, you realize that there's somebody richer than that rich man. Yeah. And still the hole is there. Oh, if I get married. So many ladies, their main problem is their marriage. 
not that you were better off, but the bulk of their cries and their issues. Look, when ladies are growing after a certain age, all they pray for is a man to marry them. Then when they marry, they start to pray to keep the man. It's like, oh Lord, give me a man. When God gives you a man, oh Lord, keep the man. Everything is a man. Yeah, that's why all ladies' problems have to do with men. Menstruation, menopause, madness. It's all have to do with men. Anyway. Pastor, how do you know? Look, many are mad, few are roaming. Not every, not every mental person is roaming in the street. I know a girl. <laughs> you don't know. I know a girl. After 10, she starts to pull her hair out. Nice girl in the day. It's like Cinderella. Or Dracula, which is American werewolf. The one that it turns into a, yeah. Once she starts to feel sleepy, she'll start pulling her hair out. When you see her during the day, pretty girl will be, you, you will tell yourself, if you're a guy, you tell, this is the real deal. If I take this one home, I'll be happy for the rest of my life. You wait till her clothes turn into pumpkin and everything. After 10 p.m., she'll be pulling out the hair because she's feeling sleepy. I was her pastor. So I, when I see her, I said, go home, go and sleep. Because I don't want tomorrow when you wake up, there is no hair. Go and sleep. Before I realize you have turned into a Dracula before my eyes. 14. Proverbs. John 4, 14. I read the scripture and then we close. I say, the only thing that will fail you is not your business. It's not your hard work. It's not your education. It's not pleasure. It's not sex. It's not alcohol. It's not any of these things that will quench your thirst. But it is Jesus himself. Did I read the scripture to you for hard work? Ecclesiastes 4, 18. Bible says, there's one, there is not another. Yea, he had neither child nor brother, yet there is no end to his labor. Neither is his high his eye satisfied with riches. Neither saith to him, For whom do I do I labor, and bereave my soul of good? This is also vanity, and a soul traveling. Verse thirteen and fourteen. And Jesus answered, John chapter four. And Jesus answered and said unto him. Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinketh the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Everlasting life. Everlasting life. Young man, young lady, it's only Jesus that can give you something that will make sure that you will never thirst again. Anything else you use, you will thirst again. If it's money, you'll be thirsty again. If it's pleasure, you'll be thirsty again. If it's hard work, you'll be thirsty again. If it's knowledge, you'll be thirsty again. But Jesus is the one who can give you something that will take that. Today, I present to you Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. He wants to come into your life. Come and be part of your life. Come into you to fill that void so that you don't test again. So Bible says that the first verse, John 7, on the last day of the feast, 
Jesus stood up and he said, is any thirsty among you? Let him come unto me and drink. Today, Jesus is calling you to come unto him so you can drink from him. Come and drink from him. Come and drink from him. That heaviness, that emptiness, that decay, that that vanity inside your heart, when Jesus comes in and he gives you his water, you will be filled. You will, you will never lie in your bed at night and cry. You will not be there craving, if I can get a shot, a shot of this, a shot of that, if I can smoke glue so that I can be high. Not anymore. Jesus wants to take that thing out away from you today and replace it with his spirit and with his life. So that you can be filled. So that you can. I want to give you an opportunity to ask Jesus to come into your heart this morning. As we round up this part of the service, that you will come, that Jesus will come into your heart. He's calling you today, young man, young lady, old lady, old man. He's calling you today. He says, Come, come. I know you have been disappointed. Your heart has been broken over and over again. I want to give you something that will not leave you disappointed. Something that will never leave you broken. That your heart will not be broken again as I come into your heart. As I come into your heart, I present to you Jesus Christ. Stand to your feet. We are going to pray for a second. Just a second, quick second. We are going to pray. Everybody standing, please. Tell your neighbor to stand. Okay. Bread of heaven. Feel me till I want no more. Fill my cup. Fill it up and make me to sing it, you can sing with us. I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench this thirsting of my soul. Jesus in to quench that thirst. I want to give you that opportunity today. I say, Pastor, please play with me. The reason why that emptiness is there is because Jesus is not there. There's a guy there, there's a girl there. There's a job there, there's some money there. But I want to introduce Jesus into that place. You are here this morning and say, Pastor, please pray with me to welcome Jesus into my heart. If you are here like Every eye closed, every head bow, want to pray. Say, Pastor, please pray with me to welcome Jesus into my heart. I want you to lift your right hand wherever you are. I want to pray with you. Lift your right hand wherever you are. I want to pray with you. 
pastor, please pray with me. I want Jesus to come. If you are lifting your hand, lift it high above your head. I want to pray with you. 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 If your hand is lifted up, I want you to do one more thing. I want you to come to me in the front. I'll pray with you. I want you to come to me. You lifted up your hand, come to me. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. Don't be shy. Come. I'll pray with you. Many of you lifted your hand. Come, I'll pray with you. Come, I'll pray with you. I don't even mind if the whole church comes in front. I'll pray with you. I lifted up since that experience you have not been the same again you want to welcome Jesus you want to say Jesus come into my heart come. please don't distract anybody's attention this is a solemn moment don't let somebody go to hell because you wanted to share a joke with them or you wanted to take them to the bathroom give everybody an equal chance I give you one final opportunity. Maybe you are in the group. Maybe because of your friends. Maybe because of somebody you have seen in the church. Or maybe just because of yourself. You want to come forward. But you feel, oh, if I come, they'll think I'm a sinner. If I come, they'll think I'm bad. So you don't feel like coming. You, you don't have the confidence to come. Today, I want to say, save your life. 
save your life. We are all sinners and we are being washed by the blood of Jesus. I want to give you a chance. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. This is my final call to come to Jesus. It's the final opportunity I'm giving. Come to Jesus. Today is your day of salvation. Day of salvation. If you are in front, pray this prayer with me. Okay? Everybody look at me. It's your prayer. I'm going to help you to pray it. I'm glad many of you, if not all of you, are praying this prayer today. I want you to pray this prayer. If you are coming, we are waiting for you. Jesus is patient. He's loving. He's kind. He's waiting for you. Actually, I wanted to preach a message about a song that Jesus sang to us. Jesus is nice. He'll wait for you. He's patient. All right. I think everybody's here. I hope everybody's here. I pray everybody's here. Now, if you are in front, pray this prayer with me. Say with me, Dear Lord Jesus. Say it boldly, Dear Lord Jesus. I come to you just as I am. I am a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess that you, Jesus, are the Lord of my life. From today, I am born again. I am a child of God. Now say, Satan. Say, say it with confidence. Satan. Look, point one finger like you are warning somebody. Say, Satan. From today, I no longer belong to you. I belong to Jesus. I will no longer obey you. I will no longer serve you. I will serve Jesus alone. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. For dying to save a sinner like me. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for choosing me. Thank you for having mercy on me. I love you, Jesus. I will serve you, Jesus, from this day forward. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083 773 1605. God richly bless you.